Hello and welcome to Who Is She, a podcast sharing the voice I wish I had in my 20s and navigating how to thrive in your 30s. I'm your host, Danielle, and I'm so glad you're here. This is a safe space to talk through all the in-between moments, consider different perspectives, and ultimately go for the life we want to live. Get comfortable and let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Who Is She? I just want to start out this podcast by saying I am so, so grateful to all of you guys who have listened to episodes. I also, I've been really encouraged lately, like, honestly, kind of what we're going to talk about today is pursuing purpose and how to get there, but I've been feeling a little bit, not burnt out, but just like exhausted. It feels like a lot, and what's really cool is I feel like God is giving me signs that I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path because literally any social setting I've been in, in the last like week, every single person that I've met, even people that I don't know, but like are friends of friends or people that I haven't really spoken with at church or whatever it is, have come up to me and said, I love your content. I love the podcast. Thank you for what you do. I just, and and really specific targeted messages to me that like make me feel like I'm very seen and heard in, in the way that I'm being received and the type of things that I'm creating from the outside for someone who's not in my um, perspective audience, the person, my target audience. It could look like I'm just another girly out here trying on clothes, putting on makeup and talking online who started a podcast, but it's so much deeper than that. I And I feel like you get it. You're here, you're listening to this, and you understand. And the people that have come up to me have really reinforced that idea that I am doing what I'm setting out to do, which is exploring the magic of life and all of the ins and outs of what it's like to be in your 20s as a woman and enter your 30s and how to try to do that gracefully and making friends and social connections and like we're going to talk about today pursuing purpose and all the messy parts in the in-between and building a community around that not just a highlight reel not just all of the pretty stuff but all the in-between the lessons that we learn and it just I just want to thank you that's what I'm saying. I thank you for receiving me. I thank you for hearing me. And I'm just grateful. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to live your dream life. And the subtitle to this is being proactive in seeking purpose, feeling fulfilled, and seizing opportunities. So before we jump into any of this, I didn't really know what I was going to talk about today. And this was just... I was in the shower and I just, this was on my heart. It was like, because I feel like a lot of times when people are um, saying they like my content and saying I'm doing a good job, I get a sense of, I wish I could do something like that. I wish I could go for things. I mean, I'm not trying to be whatever, but I wish I could go for things the way that Danielle goes for things. And I get a sense of that. And the secret here is that you can. And so we're going to talk about the process that I go through 
in order to get to that point and why it's important. And um, yeah, so I'm just going to jump in. Um, As for most of my podcast episodes, except for the last one, which was just off the cuff, um, I, I have notes here and an outline that I'm following, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start. Um, the first thing I wrote down is that I feel like so many of us are wrapped up in the way that, quote, the way that things are. And if you feel, if you, Charlie's all over me right now, I wish I could show you this. Maybe I'll take a picture. But if you hear her wheezing, that was, that was her. Anyway. I feel like so many of us are wrapped up in the way that things are, that we forget about that we are in charge of our own lives. And I think this is something unfortunate that we inherited from our parents' generation, who were the first to start breaking out of the expected or the norm, but didn't quite make it there. And the thing is, I believe purpose is not accidental. I believe God designed us intentionally. My pastor says it's not up to God whether or not you live out the life that you were meant for. It's up to you. In other words, not everything happens for a reason. We have free will and free will to completely miss the things that light our soul on fire because we're so caught up in just this moment that we're in right now, in what we think we're supposed to do, in, in fear, in, in whatever, that we, that we just never go for it. And so... God has plans, but it's not up to him for those plans to happen. It's up to you. And if you don't like where you are, or it's as simple as if you don't like the activities that are in your daily life, if you wake up and the thing that you do first and the thing that you do next and then what you do all throughout the day, you don't like, you have the power to change it, but it's going to require some things of you. First, it's going to require an acknowledgement of fear and being brave anyway. It's going to require risk. It's going to require time and patience, and it's going to require flexibility. This episode is going to have a heavy focus on profession because uh, we spend like 33% of our time in our 24-hour cycle and 50 plus percent of our time that we're awake on work, uh, if you work an eight-hour day, which is pretty standard. Um, So it's going to be heavily focused on career, but it can be applied to any other facet of your life. It can be applied to how you want to be socially. It can be applied to um, maybe things that you want to see in the world, trips you want to take. It it really, there's no limit to this, but that's going to be a primary example throughout this episode. Um, and I have friends who are in professions that they believed or still believe are their passion. Um, but from the outside, it feels like they're constantly drained, which can be part of it, but that they've committed so much to this particular career or job that they're in too deep and it feels permanent. And I have always envied those people that have felt a calling to something meaningful and went for it. I have plenty of friends who are teachers and therapists, physical therapists, whatever. I I have a friend who's in like genetic testing. I mean, I say power to you. And I knew going into tech sales seven years ago that it wasn't my purpose. 
I knew that. I knew that going into it. But I, I, I remember, this is kind of just the way that I came out. Like, I knew I wanted to make a certain living and I wanted to live a certain lifestyle. And I remember the feeling of selecting a major in college and knowing that I was doing something generic for the purpose of the life that I wanted to live. And so now, and this is just an example, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, I'm just trying to get a point across. Now, I live a life where I have been able to afford myself certain things and environments where I'm not overwhelmed. I am able to support myself and make a good living and have time and space and energy to pursue passion and explore life. Um, Whereas on the flip side, sometimes I feel like we go into things thinking, like let's say you dedicated a bunch of your time, years and years and years and years of your time, to becoming a therapist, and it absolutely drains you to the point where you don't even know if it's right for you, or you became a teacher, and you just, you don't even have a minute to yourself, you take your work home with you every day, and it just feels like you are constantly trying to keep your head above water, and I'm not saying that those feelings are wrong, I'm saying that if you don't like it, you have power to change it. Um, So this is not an episode saying drop everything and completely change your life. I'm just saying you have permission to change the things in your life if no one's told you that because we get so stuck in the way that things are. You have permission to change. Um, And I'm going to get really real for a second. If you dread going to work, my personal opinion is that career is not for you. I said what I said. That's what I think. You could disagree. I We could still be friends. And I get the feeling of not wanting to go to work. It's not the same thing. I'm saying if you absolutely hate it, it gives you anxiety. It gives you heart palpitations. You don't like it when you're there and you know you're going to have to take it home with you when you leave. I'm saying there's better for you. And I believe that there's better for you. But like I said in the beginning of this episode, it's going to require a little, a, a lot from you in order to change. So it's weighing the opportunity cost of maybe having more joy in your life versus staying the same, staying safe, knowing exactly what you're going to be doing because you don't have to change. And I don't think we necessarily have to be filled with excitement going to work, but I definitely don't think you should hate the thought of it. So what do you do? Um, Your first step is identifying what that dream life is. I think this is why so many people are stuck, is that they don't even have a minute to evaluate and really, really get honest and sit with themselves and think about what their dream life might look like. And I think a lot of times we think about things that might be nice, but we don't think about our dream life. Um, so in order to do this, you're going to need to make space to think. And I mean mentally, physically, and in your soul, deeply make space. 
specifically, and I love you, I'm saying this with so much love, if you have kids or a partner or a dog or whatever the case, and it just feels like you never have a minute to yourself, I'm telling you, in order to make the actual change towards the end goal of living your dream life, you need to find an hour where none of that is your priority. Do what you have to do because I promise you a proactive brainstorming session about your own life is worth it. Find a way to get out of the hamster wheel just for an hour. Go somewhere quiet. Maybe you can do it in your own home. Maybe not. Maybe go to a park. Go to a coffee shop and pop some headphones on. Go on a walk depending on how you best think and how you best brainstorm and take notes and all that. And my next recommendation is to write out everything you want. If there were no limitations of your perfect life, this is, pretend this is a dream. You're in Barbie land and you can have, you can be, and you can do anything that you want. This might feel a little overwhelming because we don't really think this way. Um, But some prompts to journal on here are career, job, etc. When I did this, I also did it socially, how I want to be interacting with other people and how how connected I wanted to be and how I wanted to be connected. Um, I wrote through feelings that I wanted to feel on a daily basis and how I wanted to feel about myself. Um, maybe it's about your environment and maybe it's about qualities that you have always wanted to build in yourself that maybe you don't have yet for whatever reason. So literally just dump onto this paper and after you've emptied your brain onto the paper, or maybe it's a Google doc, depending on if you're a typer, I want you to get another paper next to it or make a table on Google doc And next to each of those things that you wrote down, I want you to write the current parallel to that goal. So, for example, and this is just an example. I don't want, don't call me out. It's just what came to mind. If you're currently a teacher but have always wanted to be a nurse, you're going to write nurse next to teacher. Or if you never see your friends but have always wanted to have a close girl group, write those two things together. Or... If you struggle with confidence and you've always wanted to find a place of self-love and self-confidence, write those two things next to each other. And this practice might sting a little bit because you're pouring out your deepest desires next to your current state of not having them. So if this stings, if it hurts a little bit, this is normal. Don't be alarmed. (laughs) It is intentional. Now, after you've done this, in a third column or where you can fit it, whatever makes most sense for your brain, I want you to write out the steps you believe will get you from one point to the other. Be as specific as possible. This is your list. There are no wrong answers or mistakes. You can always update this as you go, but you are literally writing out a recipe for your dream life. Okay. After that, You are going to form a plan that involves making space for these steps. So figure out which part of your list you want to start on first and ask yourself the question, how do I make space for this? This is another area where I think people 
tend to fail in their attempts to upgrade their life. Um, this might require you to let go of certain things in your life. If your hands are full, you have no bandwidth to pick anything new up, which, like I said, I feel is a place where well-intentioned dreamers get stuck. Um, specifically what this means is number your list to form your plan. So one through a zillion, what do you want to start on first? Um, and I recommend just going one at a time. Just number it. You can choose the easiest one. You can choose the hardest one. You can choose the middle one. I don't care. This is your plan. And after you've numbered, your first step in your plan, like I said, is to actually make the space we just thought through. So before starting on any of the steps that you've outlined there, um, for example making space would look like if you wanted to lose weight and build an exercise routine, but you always fall off. What I'm saying is that before you step foot into a gym, you are making space in your life by removing the things that have been holding you back from doing it or the things that have historically stopped you from going through with those goals. And I'm saying this with so much love. And if you're not ready to hear it, I understand, but I'm not wrong here. I will die on this hill. In that example, specifically, let's just go deeper. Maybe you struggle to wake up early, early enough before work to get to the gym. And then you're tired after work, which is understandable. I get it. And then by the end of the day, you're like, oh, I, I just can't. And then that just happens over and over again. And then you never do the thing that you wanted to do. So what I'm saying is making space is figuring out the reason that you're not able to get up early. Maybe you stay up late for one reason or another um, and you're not able to get up uh, to bed at a reasonable hour, um, which would then make it really, really hard to get to the gym in the morning. This is just a very specific example. So in this example, making space would be tackling that nighttime routine to set you up for success for this goal. Um, so those steps, that making space, happens before you even step foot in the gym. And I think this is why people fail at changing their life. There's physically no room for it. So you've got to make that space. After you've made space for your first goal, you're going to start on your steps. This is obvious. Um, but this is also the part that's going to require the acknowledgement of fear and being brave anyways. Um, and this can lead anywhere from like going to a new gym to enrolling in college courses to switch your career to being more social. It's just depending on what you marked number one on your list. All of our lists are going to be different. But there's going to be an element of fear because you're doing something new. So know that that's normal and do it anyway. Um, and this is why we got as specific as possible on these lists. Because you now literally wrote your instructions on what to do and in what order. And if something feels off, you have the ultimate power to update it. So if you feel like, oh, I tried this, but maybe I need to do this first, change it around. It's your plan. Um... 
And you probably will have realizations that more steps are necessary. You might need to switch things around. So update where you need to. But the point is to start. Do it. There's no magic key to getting things done and changing your life other than this. This is the magic. This is the secret. Is doing it. Little by little. Step by step. And being a person that does this quite often... This is something that I think is just in my DNA. I, um, I have this spirit about me that I- I'm so grateful that I have this because I don't think it's as easy for others. But I have always, I don't know if it's maybe the stubbornness that we talked about in prior episodes, but I've always known what I want and I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get it. And that helps me with fear because... My desire is so much stronger than my fear. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but I have, if being someone that does this often, I have some psychological recommendations to set you up for success after having done this multiple times. Um, take this with a grain of salt. I don't care if you do or don't do these things. It's just my recommendation. And that is do not tell your family or friends <laughs> what you want or what you're going to do until you actually start doing it. Here's why. For some reason, I have found when I talk about my goals, before I've jumped in, I get paralyzed. It's like it's like some sort of procrastination that builds pressure because I've put pressure on it by talking about it too soon. And then it becomes bigger than it actually is. And it's harder for me to do it. And on the flip side, if you wait until you've completed a step or at least until you've started, psychologically, you're going to give your brain what I call a gold star because you're accomplishing something or you've accomplished something already. So you're able to speak to it from a place of uh, pride and accomplishment versus a place of lack. You know what I mean? It's not, and I did this for months, I, I was guilty. It's not... Yeah, I want to start a podcast. And you say that for seven months. I'm looking at myself. It's launching the podcast and going through those steps on my list and saying, I launched a podcast. Like, I'm even feeling that myself right now after having already been through this experience. Okay, next I really hope you can't hear Charlie snoring, but I don't want to wake her up because she's such a stinky, crusty baby. She also had some drama. She has a double ear infection. It's both yeast and bacterial, so she's just not. So we're going to let her sleep. Anyway, next. As you go through your steps, evaluate how you feel. And it's another scary part. Allow yourself to not want what you thought you actually wanted. That's a big one. If you hate the journey, I believe the destination, that goal that you had, is probably not your purpose. If in going through your steps, you've realized that the goal on your list doesn't at all feel like you thought it would and gives you no joy or sense of accomplishment, it's okay to pivot. And that probably will happen Sometimes it takes 
pursuing what we thought we wanted to realize we don't actually want it. But this time, we're not getting caught in the hamster wheel. We keep it moving to the next. And that's the thing about life. I believe that this is one of the greatest sources of joy and the actual meaning of life. This is the pursuit of purpose. And the pursuit is messy and has a bunch of different stops and twists and options, but that is the point. And I think, personally, all of those stops and twists and options and pivots will bring you way more joy than just accepting a life that you know isn't your purpose. That's my personal belief. And you can think different, but that's what I think. So, after you've sat with and evaluated how you feel in the pursuit of these goals, go back to the plan and make adjustments based on your new vision. So, This is the part where we aren't getting stuck on the hamster wheel. We're taking a proactive approach to your life. Go back to that list, make additions, make adjustments or subtractions, and rinse and repeat. And you might be saying, this girl is nuts. (laughs) Why would I do all this work and make all these changes if I'm going to end up changing it in the end? And again, it just goes back to the pursuit of purpose. This is the point. On this road, using these steps, I believe something if not multiple things, are going to stick. And I believe that they're going to give you joy. And when you feel that spark of joy, I believe you've touched the edge of purpose. And I say edge because when you have this feeling, just like when you don't like something, there's so much more to explore. And then you keep leaning and you keep seeking and you keep getting deeper and deeper into those things. And one day you'll look up And your life will be completely different than your original list, the one where it's your reality right now. And I guarantee you, you will feel different. Because that's where this all started, is that a dissatisfaction with the way that things are, wanting more. And an important note here is to know that it is human nature to never be fully satisfied. So keep in mind destination versus journey mindset. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. We'll have a whole podcast episode on this. But I know that in purpose, you'll always want more of it. And I personally think that's okay. I think that's the whole point. When we stop dreaming, we die. Okay. This was pretty quick. How to, how to change your life, live your dream life in 25 minutes. Um, I have an outro that asks for this, but I just wanted to shout this out because I think this is going to be a good one and it's pretty quick. So if you feel like this episode in particular might be poignant for a friend, maybe you guys have been talking about how drained you are at work. Maybe you've been talking about wanting to go for something for a while or a friend has said something to you, I humbly ask that you share this with them. There should be a little share button. It's the little box with the arrow pointing out of it on the screen, regardless of what platform you're on. Um, And then it lets you send it in a text. You can literally just click message 
And I just ask that you please do that because I think that, I think this could help someone. So that's all I got. I love you. Love you so much. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one. This is the part of the podcast where I ask you to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with your friends. Even if you want to like screenshot this and tag me on Instagram and I'll repost you on my story, I would so appreciate it. Word of mouth from your friends is the most powerful way to share something of value. So if you could do that for me, love you forever. Okay. Love you. Bye.